0: Hello, this is your internet uncle. Today we're gonna to be talking about Vietnamese food outside of Vietnam. Well not everywhere, more specifically in Edmonton and in Winnipeg. Recently I was in Winnipeg and decided, you know what? I haven't been here in a number of years. I've eaten a number of Western restaurants. Want a taste of home. I had some reservations uh, based on my experience of Vietnamese restaurants in the last few years, actually the last decade to in Edmonton. So I had concerns about going to a Vietnamese restaurant, but I had never been to one in Winnipeg. So you know what? Let's give this a shot. I had one I had been planning to go to at the hotel I originally was going to stay at, except that when I got to that hotel, which is in... Heart of downtown Winnipeg, which was a lot sketchier than what I've been told, or it was just as sketchy as what I've been told. is one thing to hear about it, it's another thing to experience it. But when I got there, and I wasn't sure where I could park or whatnot, so they had some temporary parking up front. So I got out, parked there, got out, went in, you know, went to check in. And the front desk person was confused. There was two of them, two ladies, and to be fair, they were just doing their job. They had no idea what was going on. They saw the room wasn't ready, and they asked the manager who was serving someone coffee, like from a fancy espresso machine, and they asked him why it wasn't ready. He went to check, and he said, "Oh, sorry." Well, he didn't say sorry. He's like, "Sir, it's going to be another five to ten minutes." Well i had been okay if I come in about, you know, 3 p.m., 4 p.m., early in the afternoon. This was like eight o'clock at night. So I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm not taking the room. And I left. So I started a dispute through our travel agent and stuff. Long story short, the guy had a laundry list of excuses he had sent to the thing, how and how he was going to upgrade my room, but I cut him off and stuff. And I thought to myself, you yeah, know, maybe I was a lasty. Then I realized, no, I was not. He's full of shit because he told me it'll be near five to 10 minutes after a long plane ride from Huntington to Winnipeg. And that the fact that he couldn't find anyone to clean the room or that he couldn't kick the guests out of his room at, you know, the appropriate checkout time, 10 to 11. That's his own operational problem, not mine. My only concern is, why wasn't my room ready? And he failed. Anyways, there was a Vietnamese restaurant down the corner I was going to try. After checking in with the hotel staff. But, obviously, I wasn't going there. So I went to a different one. And, you know, I went in. And, you know, I smelled pho. It smelled all right. And I was like, you know what? I feel like some soup. You know, I had a long day. It was kind of hot out. You know, Screw it. You know, I need some comfort food. We'll get some soup. I also got jiao dom, which is minced up prawn wrapped around a sugar cane. And it's supposed to be grilled. Looking back at the picture now, I'm not sure what it w- was. I guess it was kind of grilled. It was kind of chewy, which is not what I was expecting. It was all right. The pho. I- and I'm not sure why I got the extra large bowl. There are times when I'm really dumb. But, you know, there is sufficient meat, a lot of meat, a lot of soup, a lot of noodles. You know, the accompanying bean sprouts and mint and lime were all there. Good stuff. I could have done with a near chili pepper too and got one green one. It wasn't too hot. You know, so I had the, the shrimp paste around the sugar cane and... That was okay, and I tucked into the soup, and I realized, wow, the quality of uh, Vietnamese food, based on this one restaurant. Of course, I haven't been to many more compared to what's available in Edmonton, and also Grand Prairie. I'm having flashbacks now to my time in Grand Prairie. We'll get that in a sec. Get to that in a sec. And it's not good, and <clears throat> to be fair, this restaurant—I won't name them because I don't wanna paint them naked they are really nice. They gave a nice plate of fruit with three mandarins, blueberries, strawberry, watermelon, and honeydew. And these are all very good. And it was a free, you know, dessert dish to come with this, you know, Vietnamese food I had ordered. So funny enough, the bro had been in Winnipeg a few years back and he had also found the Vietnamese food lacking quality. I have not been to Vietnamese restaurants in Edmonton for a long time because they're the same quality of what I had in Winnipeg recently. And not to fault the restaurant owners, they're just trying to make money. So for most people, you know, for most people who are not Vietnamese, who are not used to what it should taste like, you won't really know. It's the same with me and Indian cuisine. I have no idea what things are supposed to taste like. Uh, I don't know how things or how things are supposed to be spiced or how hot things are. I have no idea. Either I like it or I don't. So I don't fault anyone. If you know if you like it, you like it, right? I'm just picky because you know I have standards. I would like to be have met, and most restaurants here. In Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Grand Prairie, do not meet them. And apparently, according to the old man, even in Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh City, and where my relatives live in the south, quality has gone downhill. So I figure this is a general trend, not just the Vietnamese restaurants, but in these times of high inflation and high costs and whatnot. Everyone is cutting corners. Everyone's trying to make enough money to survive and go on. There's been a number of restaurants that have closed down, some longer lasting institutions, including a Vietnamese one called, in English, in Anglicized, it's called Dons. In Vietnamese, it's Duong. I've only eaten there once. It was fucking terrible. And it wasn't just me saying it. I was with my ex's uncles, and they all complained how garbage it was. The worst part of it was, We had pork chop with rice and when you have the rice you're supposed to have with the pork chop is supposed to be broken rice, not regular jasmine rice. That's actually a very key feature. It was regular rice. And you're wondering why we're making a fuss? It tastes different. You may not taste the difference, we did. It wasn't good. So speaking of bad Vietnamese food, there are four Vietnamese restaurants in Grand Prairie. Last year, I tried them all across two trips. They are all shit. Oh my God, how fucking terrible they were they. Including one where, I can't remember, a local lady told me this was, one of them was the best restaurant in town. That one was fared better than the other three, but it was still garbage. There was one that had been taken over by an Indian East Indian couple, which is yeah, fine. You know, they, they actually made vermicelli. So making vermicelli, like Vietnamese um, rice vermicelli, is not like making Italian noodles. Like you have to wash off the starch. So it's you know, the noodles aren't too sticky, right? It's not slimy. They did that very well. I'm not sure how they made the chicken. They either boiled it or something. It was supposed to be marinated and grilled. They cooked it and then covered it in a jarred sauce, a jarred Thai sauce. I'm Either they didn't know about lemongrass or it was too expensive. So funny aside, my mom has told me that a number of restaurants... One of the ways they cheap out is actually not using things like lemongrass or garlic or ginger in marinating their meats, so you don't have that depth of flavor. Okay. Fish sauce too, and which is really weird because you know fish fish sauce uh, fish sauce is to Vietnamese people as Vegemite is to you know British people. Like you can't live without it actually went when I was in Japan, I actually had to find a Vietnamese place. The second trip I went, I had to find a Vietnamese place and or like it was hard. I did find one. It wasn't cheap. But boy, I needed that fish sauce. The first time I went, I had to find something with garlic. Because a lot of Japanese places did not cook with garlic. They're doing so now, I've I've been reading. But I had to find like, you know, a Chinese style fried rice. And boy, that rice was good. I think it cost me like $12, but it was good. And $12 then would be like, maybe like 15 16 bucks now. It right. wasn't cheap, but it was needed. So going back to Grand Prairie, Nair placed guilty of what the Indian couple had done. And I'm sure the Indian couple you know, didn't know better. I have no idea. I ate there once and that was terrible. There was a Chinese-run Vietnamese. and I'm not talking Chinese Vietnamese. I'm talking Han Chinese. If not mainlanders, you know, Han Chinese descent. Wherever they're from. Hong Kong, Taiwan, wherever. I have found anytime I've ever had Vietnamese food made by Chinese people? The other time I had it was in Montreal. They fuck it up. No bones about it. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Stick to your own goddamn cuisine. You have a billion dishes you can make and it'll be better than anything you can try to make from the Vietnamese cookbook. Please, just stop. And you're wondering, well, how, John, how do you know they, looked, they were Chinese? Don't you all look alike? Yeah, damn straight we all look alike. They're speaking Cantonese. And they were we're speaking pure Cantonese. If you were Chinese-Viet, you would throw in Vietnamese every now and then, right? You flip between the two. That's actually at the place in Winnipeg. That was what was happening. It was a Chinese-Vietnamese, you know, family running it, right? And you know, I heard both. The other two places in Granbury, I don't even remember who ran them. They're, they're Vietnamese people. Those are typical modern day contemporary Vietnamese food where it's very lacking in flavor. You know, looks all right. And many people enjoy it. Just not me. I'm difficult. So I guess I get it from my dad because my dad in his last trip to Vietnam was taken to many places by my cousins saying this is the in this part of the city or in where you know my dad's family is from and he said they're all garbage they're all not using enough beef or beef bones to make their stock they're using a lot more powders or soup bases and the same is over here and you know my dad he's old and he's a boomer right a Vietnamese boomer he's in the 70s. So, take this with a grain of salt. Or, you know, a spoon of fish sauce, whatever floats your boat. He said, the best pho he had ever had in his life, they, he can think of, was back in 1963 in Saigon. right? Not Ho Chi Minh City. You know, the communist hadn't talk, taken over yet, but in Saigon. And pho was something new, actually. It's actually a northern dish brought down south by folk northern refugees escaping the communist regime at that time. Right? And it took a while for it to kind of take and now it's kind of exploded. So it's kind of funny how everyone thinks of pho well, being Vietnam's national dish, but it's relatively new. So unification day was had just passed recently, that's April 30th. So uh, now I'm I'm going to get these two. So April 29th and April 30th are both important. One is the fall of Saigon Right. So it's important for the communists, to right. make this clear. Because so I'm sure I'm going to get yelled at by expats down in California and their descendants because they can't let it go. Just imagine uh, Vietnamese people yelling, the South will rise again. And that sums it up pretty much. The 29th or the 30th, uh, 29th think is fall of Saigon, and the 30th is Reunification Day. So the 29th is actually the birthday of one of my cousins. I've been doing my family tree, and I found this out. I'm like, what the hell? So I asked my dad if he ever made fun of my cousin about it. He didn't say anything. But he did tell me that's also the anniversary of his brother's wedding. My dad says the best value he ever had was 1963. Yep. And people will think this weird, but my mom used to eat the leftover soup with rice. But it's because her family was poor. So rice porridge... Uh, There's different types. And I'm not talking about the white rice porridge, but like um, rice porridge based on chicken stock or uh, beef stock. There's, you know, different kinds, right? So one time, like when I was a kid, my mom would sometimes make vermicelli, right? And we'd throw it in, just kind of some added starch, some extra calories, something she had done when she was a kid. And, And this was in Saigon, right? So my ex, when I, she saw me do this for the first time, she thought I was insane. And I told her, what? My family does this all the time. Right. And my ex comes from a province, like, like two provinces farther south than where my relatives live. So one, one of my many trips there, you know, we ate at a porridge house, porridge uh, diner, I guess. So they brought out little dishes. Of um, woven vermicelli, bunhai, right? And my ex just stared at it for five minutes because she thought I'd been making this whole thing up. She was, she didn't she like the idea of putting vermicelli into porridge. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want, sorry, just one last thing. So I mentioned this to Plan F, who lives in Ho Chi Minh City, and she had never heard of it before, right? And I had her talk to my mom, right? And she was just dumbfounded when my mom told her about this. So they're both from the city, right? Just different time periods. I found it, it hilarious, but that's just me. Oh, so I think one of the reasons why I'm just trying, if I remember correctly, it was actually poor person's food because it was a way to make, you know. The reason you make soup is to like, you know, you take scraps and you know make something edible from it, right? Nowadays we actually use like you know good, good cuts and stuff like that. Soup. I don't know the history of lemongrass, but so in central Vietnam, where the emperor, uh, where the emperors used to live, they have a different soup. It's beef and pork based, so it's no good for the the brown bomber. But that one has lemongrass in it. I don't know if you ever tried it or not. It's got lemongrass in it, so it's bumbal. Hue, right? Hue is the ancient capital. Hue, right? Where there was a big, a big battle during the, the Tet Offensive in '68. But uh, besides the history lesson there, that's where um, I actually, well, the way my mom makes it, I I'm okay with it. It is very Spice heavy, it's definitely worth trying. Once there's not many, many places that make it because a lot of places here are like southern based, right? There used to be a central Vietnam based restaurant, but they closed down and they actually moved to Beaumont. So I don't know if it's the same owners or if they just bought the name, but I think they had the same menu, but uh. They also have clam rice, which is on our specialty of way. Come on, local specialty. I'm trying to get you to eat something you and I wouldn't eat. Um, Any case, so just, I guess, to, to wrap things up, so... Based on my experience and the bro's experience on Vietnamese food in Winnipeg, it was meh. I did like the the plate of fruit for dessert, which was a nice surprise. First time ever at any Vietnamese restaurant. And it's different than the Koreans who give you a stick of juicy fruit or double mint, depending on the restaurant. The bro eats uh, down in Calgary, you know, when he runs out of like the frozen meals my mom gives him. And... I think he's found a place or two that's been okay for him. Edmonton, I haven't been to in years. So the only times I would actually eat out, like when I was still married, was because there's no food in the house or the ex had a hankering for something, right? And even though it wasn't good, it was better than nothing. So off we would go. Oh, just an aside there. So when a new Vietnamese restaurant once opens up, they're usually good, like really tasty for the first few months. You know, they have full flavor, everything, because they're trying to draw in the customers. And after a while, they'll start dropping off on quality. I've noticed this with a number of places. But this again, this is years ago, like a decade or more. So I don't know if this still happens or not. Right? Again, if you found a place that is fantastic, great. Keep going to it. If you like it, you like it, right? I'm just picky like my old man. Except in Grand Prairie, all the restaurants are shit. Seriously, don't eat at a Vietnamese restaurant there. Don't eat it. Don't even eat at the Chinese smorg at like the north end of town. I tried that. Man, I never knew you could make bland fried noodles, but they found a way to do it. It was just greasy, oily noodles with not enough soy sauce. Yeah. So not just Vietnamese food. In any case, this rant is over. Thank you very much for listening. If you've made it to this point, congratulations. We'll catch you on the next one.